Go. My name is Andrew, and this is the Who That Discussion Annoying Saints podcast, where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So I think we should just get right into some Saints Rams talk as the Saints beat the previously undefeated Rams in this game. So, I mean, obviously a lot went down yesterday in the Superdome, so I think we should just get right into talking about this game. The Saints won this game 45-35 to in a, a thriller, I would say. Back and forth game. The Saints started out, you know, they were up by 21 in the uh, second quarter, and then the Rams, at the end of the second quarter, excuse me, and then the Rams really, they came back. They had a field at the end of the second quarter, and then they dominated the third quarter, and then the Saints really came back in the fourth quarter, played really good in the fourth quarter, and, you know, he, I mean, the whole team, they played really much better in that fourth quarter compared to the third, and then also um, in the first two quarters, they played extremely good there. I mean, the third quarter was really the only quarter that we didn't really win, and, you know, but I feel like we won pretty handedly. I, I like, I don't think we crushed them. I think it was a thrill. I think it was a really good game. But we did beat the best team in the league, or presumably the best team in the league, by uh, double-digit points. I think that's definitely something that we should be, you know, talking about. And we should, you know, basically commend the Saints, I think, for, you know, doing a really good job against a very, very tough team. So just some notes to start out. I mean, first, this game was extremely high-scoring, and... It really showed with a lot of records being set in the um, the first half, especially for the Saints. I mean, first, I mean, the Saints scored 31 points in that in the first half, and that was you know the most of this year and the most um, and tied for the most of the Sean Payton error back you know, for a first half. Second half, the Saints scored 41, but for only the first half, um, the Saints scored 31 points back in 2011, where we routed the Colts 62-7. to But, I mean, really, I really liked how the first half, we came right back out, especially in the first quarter. We came right, got the momentum right away, and we scored right away after, you know, getting the ball first. We went right down the field. Kamara ended up on a touchdown from a pitch play. That was really good play calling there. I mean, the whole first half, just miraculous play by our offense. And then the defense came around late. You know, once we got momentum, the defense really it um, built off of that and played much better there. But on to our next note is that Michael Thomas had, you know, um, 212 yards in this game. And that is the most ever by a Saints receiver. So that's obviously a really good note there. Obviously, the 72-yard touchdown pass really helped him there. It was such a clutch catch. And obviously, the celebration, um, a great moment there. I thought that was a really good play call. And obviously, it was busted coverage by the Rams. But Michael Thomas got over the defense. And, you know, he played. It was a amazing play so he you know he I think deserved the uh celebration even though it hurt us on the kickoff it didn't seem to hurt us especially because we stopped them so that was really good there and then also both quarterbacks combined for 10 touchdowns but not quarterbacks both offenses combined for 10 touchdowns excuse me which is I mean a ton of touchdowns I mean look double digit touchdowns it's obviously a huge note um there are only three combined punts in this game, so I think that was a big deal there. But one more note is that the um, Rams are no longer undefeated. Obviously, they're the last undefeated team in the league, and they lost. So the 72 Dolphins could crack open the champagne once again, as no team can go undefeated this year. I mean, obviously, just a huge victory. I mean, look, we'll get into a lot more in depth with our storylines and our group by group recap. But I mean, just to put some notes out there, just to put a couple things in perspective, you know, this was. Just just a huge win. The Rams coming into this game, obviously they've played a lot of close games, but they've always been able to, you know, grind it out and get the win. And the Saints have been able to do that too. But the Saints came in 
and they grinded out the victory, especially late. I mean, after it was tied, you know, I didn't think that, you know, we had any momentum. It looked like we were just going to let this game slip away, like, you know, Falcon style. And then, you know, we came up and just amazing drive by Drew Brees just to get the field goal there. That really changed the momentum. The defense had some really nice stops. Got to give it to them there. Especially, you got to give it to um, PJ Williams. And then also, you got to give it to um, really the whole secondary. I mean, Lattimore played good later in the game, had a bad start of the game, but played better later and then also Eli Apple played you know pretty good as well so I think that was really good um he looks like he's getting more in tune with our you know secondary chemistry is getting better I think he had a pretty good game there I mean they really beat us on the big plays that's what really was big there I think they had you know multiple long plays and that was obviously a big reason why they were successful against us I mean now I think on to our storylines so I had three storylines coming into this game we'll answer those and we'll have a few more storylines here so the first storyline was, will the Saints be able to stop Todd Gurley? And they did that. You know, they, I mean, they didn't stop him completely. He scored a touchdown. I think he had over 100 all-purpose yards, which was obviously good for him there. But he only had 13 rushes, which is huge. Only had about 65 yards rushing. That's obviously really big. I think he actually, the exact number was he had 68 rushing yards. So that's obviously really big for us. But, I mean, just going into it, I mean, stopping him was huge. He just he had a couple of, why well, he had, I think, over 100 yards all-purpose. He had a couple, like, um, you know, check down passes and you know he could break some tackles he did a good job uh, with that but I just don't think he wasn't really a huge factor in this game it was really Goff Goff did a really good job but um you know Gurley it seems like we kind of took him out of the game I think you know they even said on the broadcast usually they don't give a lot of props to the Saints but they even said that you know Todd Gurley you know didn't really do much and that the Saints number one you know rush defense you know isn't you know for jokes here it's true and you know they're here and they're really good rush defense so I think that was really good there also um you know another storyline was you know coming into the game you know where the Saints be able to stop Cooper Cup coming off an injury and it looked like they did a really good job no look they had the long touchdown on the uh, broken coverage to Cooper Cup that was not good defense but gotta give it to PJ Williams I know I said it before but I'm gonna say it again PJ Williams played a very solid game here he didn't really get beat deep or anything like on the Cooper Cup play that wasn't him that wasn't his fault um but he had a lot of um pass defense defense excuse me and he was able to you know um lock down whoever really was in the slot there so I thought that was you know really good work by Williams there I think um who else played in the slot? It was really it. It was really... You know, they actually moved some guys in the slot to me, too. So it wasn't just Cup. Sometimes they would put um, you know, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods in the slot. But it didn't look like you know, the slot defense really killed us here. They had a couple of you know, good plays on the outside, which is another thing to talk about. But um, it didn't seem like you know, one player really killed us for them. I mean, looking at it, Brandon Cooks, he, had, was he, he was their only receiver, excuse me, over 100 yards. He had 114. You know, Cup only had 89. I mean, he did have the long TD, but you've got to realize you know, 41 of those 89 came on one play. So that's obviously pretty good. I think they stopped him pretty good there you know especially because I feel like they had their deep plays but in the slot they couldn't do much and just even on short passing they didn't really do much they all got the big passes that was obviously their big reason that they were you know doing good as I said but I feel like I mean looking at time of possession I mean we had you know about 33 and a half minutes of possession and they only had 26 
I mean, that's good, you know, for us. I mean, look, they could have their deep plays, but we had the ball more. We had the time of possession, and that's going to win his football games, and I think we know that there. So I think it was a good job stopping, you know, Cup and whoever was playing the slot. I feel like P.J. Williams really stepped up in this game. And then also, you know, were the Saints be able to stop Aaron Donald and, you know, Dom Kinsu? And you got to give it to this own line. You know, again, they played very, very strong. You know, looking at it, I mean, you got to just, you know, give these guys so much credit. Aaron Donald, now, he did have a tackle for loss. He um, recovered the Ingram fumble. But besides that, not really much from him. I think he had a couple of QB hurries, but he didn't really do that much. And I think why he didn't really do that much is because not only the Saints doubled him, sometimes they went one-on-one, and it was because of the quick passing game by Breeze. That was obviously really big. He got the ball out extremely quick, so I feel like that was you know a point of contention for the Saints, and I think it worked overall. I mean, especially in the run, the Saints were able to run it inside pretty nice as well. You know, looking at, you know, the stats, just looking at how the Saints were able to run the ball. The Saints did really good on the pitch play, especially in the first half. Second half, they didn't do as good, but they were still, you know, pretty um successful with them. And that was obviously going to be big because up the middle, they're so good against the run. But, I mean, no sacks again. That's really good. Donald had no sacks, which is, I mean, amazing to think about that. He's had 10 sacks in only, you know, eight games coming into this one and zero sacks this game I mean that's just outstanding there and then also you know you gotta look at Ndom Kinsu didn't really do anything either I mean you just gotta give it to the Saints offensive line you gotta give it to Max Unger especially the interior offensive lineman you know Andrews Pete Larry Walford they played you know very um you know good games and I think that they should be commended for that that was big there I mean other storylines coming out of the game now I mean just looking at it the one huge storyline that I think comes out of this game is that, you know, the Saints couldn't duke it out with the best of them. I think we just saw that. I mean, look, we went toe-to-toe. I think it shows that we have to be, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best team in the NFL right now. Look, I, I'm fine if you want to say there are teams better than us. But in the NFC, we just beat the best team. I think we dethroned the Rams for now. Look, that can completely change, you know, especially in the playoffs. But for right now, I feel like, you know, we look really strong. We beat them. You know, we beat the Rams by double digits. No one even beat them before this. And now you're talking about, you know, us beating them by double digits. I know it was at home, but I think it just showed that, you know, you know we're heavyweight. You know, and if it didn't show up before, because some, you know, um, national media doesn't really like the Saints. And I feel like they never give the Saints credit. I think this gives the Saints credit. It puts... The whole NFL and watch about the Saints. And then now, I mean, I think that was the Saints' hardest game, and we won it. So I feel like this just showed that the Saints, I mean, I think it showed the Saints are for real, especially through this stretch. This three-game stretch was supposed to be, like, the hardest three-game stretch of the schedule, and we sweeped it, 3-0. and I mean, I said I would have been happy with 2-1. and Well, they went 3-0 and there. 7-1, and I mean, halfway through the season is amazing. You know, we'll do a little later just a recap of the first eight games and what to expect in the next eight. But I feel like, overall, I feel like just a really good job by this team, you know, to beat one of the best teams. I think that's big. Also, just one more storyline is that really, and I think it's really carried out through, you know, the um, season is who is going to step up, um, you know, after Kamara and Mike Thomas. And they played amazing games, got to give it to them. But Ben Watson, you know, amazing. He played really, really good. I know he only had three catches, but all three of his catches were extremely clutch. Caught a TD. Um, you know, congratulations on now he's having twins now to add, you know, the Watson five is going to the Watson seven. But I mean, he's really showing up as to be that third option. Also, Traquan Smith. But I feel like, you know, really the Saints um, skill players, which we'll get in later, they really showed up in this game and they played a really good game to help Drew Brees. And obviously Drew Brees, I mean, he showed that, you know, he should, you know, he should maybe win MVP in this game because he went under the lights, you know, in a you know nationally televised game, you know, on Fox and one up and just completely balled out. I mean, sometimes you just got to give it, you know, to Brees the way that he's able to just make some amazing throws and you know you just got to give it to him just looking at his stats you know he was you know 25 of 
36. He had 346 yards and four TDs. I mean, that's amazing. It's the first time he's thrown four TDs since 2016, so it's obviously really big for them there. And then he had no picks again. So, I mean, just looking at it, extremely strong. I mean, I think he outplayed Goff in this game, even though he had less yards. I mean, more touchdowns, less picks. I mean, you know, he also had a better, you know, passer rating. I mean, he played, you know, another signature Drew Brees game. And we're going to need him to do that. You know, I guess these real, really tough teams. And, you know, the Rams' defense is no pushover defense. And we came in there and just, you know, went toe-to-toe to them and beat them. And especially their defense, we dominated their defense. And, um, you know, there's nothing else to say about that there. So, now on to the group-by-group group, um, recap here. So, we'll start with QB. And, I mean, Saints, you got to get Breeze an A-plus. I mean... He played outstanding. I mean, I don't think you can ask for better performance out of him. I mean, four TDs. I mean, and you also got to look into it. I believe it was to four different players. So, yeah, he had one to Kamara, one to Thomas, one to Traquan, one to Watson. So, he was spreading the ball around. Amazing. I mean, looking, especially in the red zone, that's obviously key there. I mean, the way he's able to, you know, get around sacks, avoid sacks, amazing job. I mean, really, he just commands this team so well. You got to give it to him. I mean, if he's not in contention for MVP this year, there's just something wrong and you know right now to me it's him and Mahomes I just don't see or obviously Brady will probably be in that you know conversation too because you know the Patriots are playing really good right now too but I mean looking how good Breeze is playing I mean he you know brought this offense to a victory I'm sorry but without you Breeze we don't win this game and I don't think really any team you know is going to beat the Rams this year unless you have a huge high octane offense and QB and we have that so I mean yeah I feel like we played you know a strong game and I think Breeze played one of his best games of the season I think he played better in the Washington Redskins game but besides that I think that's the second best game the Saints offense went you know over 40 points again I believe that's the fourth time we've done that I mean that's just amazing stuff I mean look and that's obviously all captained by Drew Brees so I mean you got to give it to him and the way he's able to you know um you know manage an offense and you know score a lot of points basically almost every possession he scored especially looking in you know the first two uh, quarters in the first half he played amazing I don't think they punted at all I think they scored basically every possession and then the second half third quarter wasn't very strong but it's not like they were moving the ball down the field it's just I think they got a little conservative too conservative there in the fourth quarter they weren't conservative and they scored 10 points that's obviously really really good stuff there onto some skill position um you know players here and to grade that group and I feel like that group you got to give them an A you know they played strong I mean looking at Mike Thomas had an amazing game. I mean, vintage Mike Thomas here. Best game maybe of his career. You know, looking at 12 catches, 211 yards. I think before I said 212. No, it's 211. So I'm sorry there. And he also had a touchdown. You know, and obviously as long as a 72-yard touchdown. And also that celebration. I mean, you know, channel it back to Joe Horn. You know what? The announcers didn't even know what it was. And they were all mad. But, I mean, to, you know, pay homage to such a great celebration. You got to give it to him there. And, you know, now it's a 10-point game under four minutes. You know, if you lose that game, I think it's more than just a celebration there. But he played amazing. And you got to look to Alvin Kamara, who had 19 carries, you know, 82 yards, two TDs. He averaged 4.3 yards per carry. Um, His longest run was 20, uh, 17 yards, excuse me. And also he had four catches and 34 yards and a touchdown out of the backfield. So that's obviously really good for him. Another great performance for, you know, Kamara. He's up to um, 12 touchdowns on the season, which is very, very strong for him there. I mean, he's playing really good. I mean, 
you know, some plays you look like he's going to lose, you know, like two, three yards, but then he breaks the tackle and makes it a five-yard gain. I mean, look, the playmaking ability for him. Also, you got to love those option routes that he runs. I mean, amazing stuff there. You know, the preciseness of those routes are just top of the line. And just looking at it, I mean, looks looks like he's going, you know, left goes right for an out route. And then, you know, he gets the first down, goes out of bounds, you know, 10-yard gain. And that, that was a lot on third down. We did that, and it was successful. And I feel like the way he's able to do that, you know, you got to give him a lot of credit there. I mean, he's playing at the top of his game right now, just like he was last year. It's just amazing stuff from him. Mark Ingram, he had nine carries for 33 yards he had 3.7 yards per carry I want to see him do a little better um he doesn't look the same as he did you know um from last year which is a problem he's not really going I don't think through the holes as explosive as he did before he hasn't had those huge runs like he did before so I mean maybe it's just getting back into the offense getting back in the swing of things but right now I think I want to see more from Mark Ingram especially going in you know to more you know pivotal games late the season so that's going to be big for him there um Drew Brees also ran the ball a few times he had four rushes for 16 yards I just wanted to put that in there but also you know, Benjamin Watson, who I said, was key. He has three catches, you know, 62 yards and a TD. I mean, he played good, a really good. He just makes some solid catches, big catches. And when the Saints need him on third downs, he's there to make catches. Traquan Smith caught the touchdown. That was really good. I feel like they just played really good. Um, really solid group there. Offensive line, amazing. Got to give him an A. I mean, the way they were able to stop Donald is just, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's one of, you know, the best, you know, uh, defensive players in the game, if not the best player. And they, you know, basically not shut him down, but they contain him very, very well. Um, the same with Ndamukong Suh, obviously another really good player. Um, Michael Brockers really didn't do much. And um, Dante Fowler had a couple of hurries, but he didn't really do anything either. Mark Ingram had an amazing block on him. But you just got to give it to the interior guys in this game. You know, Unger, um, Walford, and Pete played, you know, very, very solid there. Onto the defense, which is not going to get the same grades as the offense. They didn't really play that good. But, you know, look, I don't think we're going to, you know, do very, very good against the Rams because they're such a high-octane offense there. And we don't really have... All the talent on defense to do that, but I mean the D line. I think to really stop this team, which I think we could have, we would need pressure, and we didn't get a lot any pressure really in this game. Zero sacks. Cam Jordan didn't really play good. I mean, looking at it, he had a couple of nice run stops, but nothing really um, in the passing, the pass rush. Excuse me. Um, you know, Sheldon Rankins played really good against the run and had some nice rushes, but I mean nothing amazing there. He played good though. I mean, only had one tackle, but I mean he was getting to the quarterback a few times. Had a couple of hurries there. Um, you know, also looking really nothing from Okafor or Trey Hendrickson. That wasn't really good. I mean, now, I mean, going into it, a little more nervous, you know, if um, Davenport's out long term. So you don't really want to see that because I didn't really like the way uh, Okafor or Trey Hendrickson played. So, I mean, they didn't really get for any pressure, which they were, you know, asked to do when they couldn't. But, um, you know, the run defense, they did good. You know, you got to give it to the run defense. Uh, a really good job on, a, you know, probably the best running back in the game. And he played very average in this game. So you got to give it, you know, to our front seven there. I mean, I think that transitions well into the linebackers. I'm going to give the linebackers a B plus because they did good over the middle, excuse me. And then they also, they did really good against tight ends. And, you know, they did good against running backs. Gurley really didn't do that much out of the backfield. So overall, I feel like they played really good. Um, Demario Davis had a, just an amazing game. He's flying around the field. He gives the defense a lot of physicality. And, you know, he was right in the middle of plays where the, you know, Saints, you know, made stops. He was right in the middle of it. He did a really good job there. Um, same with you know, AJ Klein, who I think is having a really good season, played good, and also Anzalone with just an amazing pick. He was actually one of my standout players on defense because that pick is just amazing. That puts you right at the top of the list. I mean, the way he was able to shift his body back, you know, with linebackers you don't really see that. He also made some really nice tackles, so you got to give him, got to give it to him there. Excuse me. 
And then, you know, really, they just did really good at, against the run as well. I mean, they were able to stop Gurley, so you got to give it to them there. On to the secondary. I'm going to give them a C. And they didn't play the worst, even though it may have looked like it. You know, you got to give it to P.J. Williams, who played really good in the slot. Very, very good. Um, I would even, maybe even for this whole group, maybe leaning towards a C+. I mean, Lattimore did get beat a few times, but he came on late and did good. Eli Apple didn't really get beat either. The safeties didn't really play good. You know, they didn't really do anything. Marcus Williams is not having that good of a year this year. Von Bell, um, you know, I don't think he had a good game as he's been playing overall. And then Kirk Coleman's really been, you know, a no-show this whole season. But I just don't like the way, you know, our safety's been playing. You know, if you're looking at cornerbacks, I think they played pretty uh, good. I mean, the one Lattimore, um, Lattimore got beat on a deep ball. I'm kind of wondering if there should have been help over the top that there wasn't because it looked like he thought there was going to be and there wasn't. And then, you know, I think it was Robert Woods or Brandon Cooks. It was actually Brandon Cooks, and he blew right by him so that was not that good there but I feel like um you know I mean this you gotta give him a C plus I, I think they didn't play awful and they didn't lose us the game like they maybe did in week one but um I, I think it was a little regression from last week but I mean overall look they didn't they they, they came up clutch when we needed to be and they didn't kill us and you know we didn't lose because of them and you know we won so obviously they weren't that bad and looking at um you know special teams and coaching gotta give them an A plus special teams was great they stopped they had a missed field goal and then they also had a they stop the, you know, fake kick. Will Lutz had, I think, a 50, over 50, I think it was 54, maybe even 56-yard kick. Went through easy. He's been just the truth all year. Been really, really good. So, you got to give it to him there. And the coaching, Sean Payton, outcoached. You know, everyone was saying Sean McVay is the best coach. Well, I think Sean Payton, you know, dethroned them there. Completely outcoached him, especially on offense. He, he made McVay and, you know, Wade Phillips look silly. And then, you know, I think the Saints just did enough on defense. They won the turnover battle and they did enough to win. So I think, you know, good job overall for coaching and that stuff. So now I want to do a quick just, um you know, review of the first half of the season. Just very, very quick. Good things, bad things. But, um you know, I think we'll just get right into it. So, I mean, first, I mean, I projected the Saints through eight games, I think, to go 6-2, which is obviously very solid. We end up 7-1 better than what I thought, which I'll take that all the way. Saints offense has been just straight electric. I mean, the way Mike Thomas has played, you know, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees is having just an amazing season. Sean Payton is looking like he's got, you know, his creative juices back and is having some amazing plays. Taysom Hill has been even a factor. And, you know, it seems like the Saints on offense, they've been able to score in so many different ways, which it's really what you want to see there. Um, on the defense, look, they were extremely bad to start the year. First three games, not good at all. Then they got better each game, and they're getting better each game. And I think now, I mean, I think they'll play even better, I think, in the weeks ahead. Um, the secondary, I mean, look, our run defense has been the best in the league, as I've said. Um, the linebackers done an amazing job. To me, they've been our best defensive group. Um, Got to look the way DeMario Davis has played, A.J. Klein, um, and also Anzalone, really solid there. I mean, they're all having, if not career years, you know, one of their best career years. And then also um, D-line has played up and down in the secondary. I think started awful, and it's getting better each week. Um, I think this week wasn't that bad. I think it showed that, um, especially the week against the Vikings, I thought that was showed that the defense had a lot more improvement than this week. But, I mean, look, we have been winning games. But um, the last thing I want to look at for this, you know, recap, I, I think I'm going to go more into it in our next episode, really get in depth there. But one thing I want to highlight is that, you know, we've won in shootouts. We've won in, um, you know, grind out victories. We won in comeback victories. And it just shows that we can win in, in a lot of different ways and that we're extremely versatile. So you got to give it to 
you know, not only coaches, but the players and everything that how, you know, um, versatile they've become. So I think that's really big. I mean, I just wanted to point that out. Next week, we'll get into a much bigger preview. But, um, you know, now we got to get to some Who Dat Nation fan questions. So we'll keep it short um, here. And then next episode, we'll go more in depth on the recap. Because, I mean, now that the trade deadline's over, you know, not as much Saints news is going to go down. I mean, obviously, no Saints news today, really, after, you know, the game against the Rams. Because only one day, really not that much can happen. Um, Just one injury point I just don't want to forget um, is that um, Mark Ingram did um, look like he hurt his, um, you know, right arm, it looked like, that, you know, bicep area, but it looks like he's fine. He came back in the game, so he's good there. It looks like I, was, you know, I forgot earlier, and I just don't want to forget again. So now on to some Houdat Nation fan questions. Our first question is from Houdat134123, and uh, he asks, should we sign Bruce Irving, especially, you know, if Davenport's out long-term? And here's what I say. Um, if Davenport's only out a month, I don't think it's needed. Um, he's a veteran pass rusher. I feel like if we think... You know, Davenport's not going to come back. It's going to be more than a month, I say, then sign him because he gives um, veteran depth. And I really don't think that um, as much as I think uh, uh, Alex Okafor is good, I, I would like to have another player to platoon with him. I think that's when Alex Okafor is at his best there. So I think, you know, if, if obviously at the right price and if he's not going to run a locker room, which I don't think he would, veteran type, and, you know, he wants to, you know, have a good playoff run. If we, you know, keep on going, don't have any, you know, huge meltdowns and make the playoffs, I think maybe he would want to do that there and maybe try to, you know, get some playoff wins under his belt. I mean, he's a, a very, you know, good pass rusher, skilled pass rusher, and, you know, veteran type that, you know, could help our team if Davenport's not healthy. Maybe even if Davenport's healthy, I mean, to put both of them together, you can never have too much depth at the D-line. If he's willing to maybe, you know, just be depth a depth piece, excuse me, Um, I don't really know what he wants to do, but, you know, he was, um, you know, released, so I think it was just a big thing for Saints fans. They may want to see him in a Saints uniform, so I wouldn't put it out of the question, but um, especially if Davenport doesn't um, play, you know, for, let's say it's more than a month, like they say, um, I think that could be a point of where we sign him, and especially for a playoff run or just down the stretch, you know, playing, I think he could be a good veteran piece, especially only if he plays on third down, you know, just gets, you know, a couple of pressures, maybe a couple of sacks, maybe like George Johnson was last year, just a more high profile player. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Our next question is from Saints, Mets, Knicks, and nine thirty four seven. Obviously, a New Yorker. That's also a Saints fan. Love to see that. And he said, um, "Hardest game left after the Rams." And to me, um, this is tough. I'm gonna go Carolina at Carolina. Carolina's been playing really, really good. So I feel like you know, um, to me, every game at home, I think we can win at home. I think with the dome field advantage. You know, we have a huge home field advantage. I, I think we kind of have the key to winning at home. Away, I feel like we do too. But away, you know, especially when teams are at home, it can get a little fishy. Panthers have been playing really good football. They've been able to grind out victories like us. And, um, you know, they're on a big winning streak as well. I think three games is their winning streak. But I think that game can be, you know, a tough game. Because especially, you know, division game on the road. I mean, can we pull it out? I think we definitely could pull it out. But I think it could be a very, very tough game for us. But I think we'll just have to see there. And our final question is from Joseph Facundus. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And if I didn't, I'm sorry there. But he asked, when does Patrick Robinson return? And um, to me, I think he's probably not going to return. Um, all signs are pointing towards next year. Maybe late in you know the season, maybe December, January. If we play into January, 
you know, maybe, but I would be surprised there. I just don't see, you know, he had a very, very, um, you know, tough injury to come back from. Usually players don't come back from in one, you know, season. Usually it takes them the whole off season. but, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe he's going to be, you know, accepting to the rule, but I wouldn't count on him coming back there. I mean, just looking at the Saints, PJ Williams is not playing that bad anymore. I, I told him I, I answered it a little bit, but I'm going to go more in depth there now because I really feel like, you know, replacing Patrick Robinson looked like it was going to be really tough. PJ Williams has come up and played up and down, but I feel like this game he played very, very strong. I feel like, you know, especially really after the first quarter of the Viking game, he played really strong. So really seven straight solid quarters by PJ Williams. And I think if he just keeps playing like this, you know, average to maybe even above average, I think he played very, very good last game. He made some, you know, really tough pass defenses late in the game, very clutch plays there. So you got to give it to him there. But I feel like overall, you know, I feel like he's going to be the guy that's going to, you know, um, take over Patrick Robinson's spot as, you know, he's had. And I think he's going to do a pretty good job at it. And, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, so upset that one player got hurt on our team for out for the season because, you know, a lot of teams have much more. And hopefully, you know, our health, our bill of health stays, you know, strong there. Um, you know, just keep praying for that. You know, health is the integral thing. So we're going to need that. So, I mean, with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. So if you like this episode and you like this podcast in general and haven't followed us already on our various accounts, you can follow us on Twitter at the Who Dat Dis, on Instagram at Who Dat Discussion, on Podomatic at the Who Dat Discussion. Also, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our iTunes channel, our Google Play channel, and our Spotify channel at the Who Dat Discussion as well. On there, please comment, um, you know, like the videos, um, you know, rate us and review us to see, you know, what we're doing good, what we need to work on. That's just really helpful for me. But, I mean, just a great win for the Saints. It shows that, you know, we're one of the, you know, best teams in the league right now. Look, I don't want to get too cocky, but, you know, right now we're playing amazing football. We just beat an undefeated team. You know, see, got to give it to the Houdat Nation there. We've been really playing good football. And right now, you know, as Saints fan, you should be really proud right now. You know, go wear your Saints jerseys. You know, go, you know, wear, rep some Saints gear, wear the Saints hat. Because, you know, we are one of the better teams in the league right now. And there's no one that can say us not. We just beat the best, you know, team in the league. We're the supreme of the NFC to me I mean look we're right now better than the Rams we beat them you know one-on-one that means we're better and I don't think anyone could say otherwise now this game you know did really not show the Rams huge um negatives and places where they can get beat it just showed that we're the better team it's not like we did you know we exposed them I don't think we exposed them I just think we beat them basically at their own game and we you know because we have very similar playing styles and you know we played our game which happens to be their game and we beat them at their you know their game in our place and that's what we wanted so we played our game and we got the win I mean, obviously, the way we're playing is top of the notch. I mean, I just love it, you know, right now. I mean, all these Saints fans are so happy. That's what we want to play because right now, you know, this is really probably the best team we've seen since 2011. So everyone soak it in. If not, maybe 2009. Maybe this team is better than 2011. I think this team has amazing potential, and it's really sky's the limit. You know, right now, I mean, nothing is that bad. I mean, you could say the defense hasn't played well, but I think yesterday I played good enough to win, caused some turnover, a turnover, won the turnover battle, and, you know, we got a win. That was obviously huge. So exciting. You know, that team was undefeated and we beat them and we beat them by double digits. I think that shows, you know, the Saints right now. It shows how good we 
are and we're a force to be reckoned with. And I think right now, you know, we've proved a lot of people maybe wrong on the national stage that we're going for the Rams. You know, I always say prove them right, but maybe we still got to prove people wrong. And I think we're doing that right now. A lot of people picked the Rams and we came out on top winning and, you know, pretty good fashion. We were up by 21 points in the first half, scoring 35 points. I think um, earlier, I'm just sorry because I'm now recording this and thinking about what I said. I think I said 31 points. It was 35 and that ties us for the most, you know, um, in the first half. But I mean, we were just playing really good. You got to give it to us there. And, um, you know, I just, I can't wait for this game, you know, next week. I mean, just, I really want this, I love seeing this team play. So happy. Um, but with all that said, I wanted to say thank you, prove them right, and who that?